Welcome to another episode of Passing Stones with John and Spencer. Today's guest is uh, Mesa, I guess now can claim him, Mesa's own Weston Ware. Weston, welcome onto the program. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. This is my first podcast, so I'm a little nervous. Ah, it'll be easy. The whole thing is just about you. So, um, I I met Weston, I think back in like fourth grade, something like that. Uh, we had both moved to Linden, uh, but you were originally from uh, Palm Springs, right? Yes. Palm Desert. Uh, yeah, Palm Springs, that area. Yeah. And uh, tell tell John and the listeners how they drink milk in uh, in Palm Springs. <laughs> oh, you remember that? Yeah. So I thought it was so awesome when I first moved to Utah that you guys had those little mini cartons because that's what I always saw in the movies of when <laughs> kids were at school. Because at my elementary school, they gave it to us in little baggies, and you had to take the straw and stab the bag and suck the milk out of it. I mean, it was cool. Like now thinking back on it, I wish I had it again, but <laughs> I didn't think it was weird until I moved to Utah and <laughs> come to find out everyone drinks their beverages not out of the bag. So that was funny. That is pretty cool because I can't say that as a kid, I used to drink milk out of a bag. So props to you. Yeah. yeah. So like if you were normal, you would use a straw. If you were cool, you would bite the corner off and just suck it out of the corner. <laughs> but that's uh, kind of risky too. Yeah, yeah, I yeah you're on the risk, but that's I the risk of being cool. <laughs> I wasn't cool enough. I would have been using the straw for sure. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh man, no, that uh, I think if we would have bit the bit the corner off, that would have been a picture we would have texted to T Bone. <laughs> that's, <laughs> right. That's what we used to do. So Essen and I, like I said, we grew up together. We had this other friend named T Bone, who, um, man, T Bone, he was something else. He's really made something yeah, out of himself now, so I'm proud of him. But growing up, wow, he was he was different. <laughs> Definitely entertained us growing up. It was, oh, it was a good time. He used to get really mad at us, though, because we would just take a picture of any random thing and then text it to T-Bone. <laughs> or we would just send like a text to him one at a time with a different letter till it spelled out a word. <laughs> yeah. He rightfully uh, uh, kind of abandoned us as friends after a while. But. Yeah. I mean, I think I left. We were on, uh, maybe in, not on the greatest terms, but I don't know how it went in high school years. But yeah, and he, he didn't really talk to us in high school. I always oh, felt really? bad because he would bear his testimony every month in uh, fast meeting. And he would always talk about how he had these friends that he just had to like leave behind and it really made a big difference in his life. And it wasn't until after my mission that I realized he was talking about us. <laughs> oh, that's... Uh, oh, I mean, yeah, it was all in no good fun. <laughs> but anyway, um, I guess, you know, like we said, you grew up Palm Springs, moved to Linden, then to Elkridge, now in Mesa. Where would you say is like where you're actually from though? Like what's your hometown? See, I always think about that. I'm like, where, where's my hometown? <laughs> I mean, um, just kind of like recency bias, I would say Elkridge just because like that's where all my friends are that I still keep in touch with. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I look back fondly on Linden. Like we had a great time doing a lot of crazy stuff and <laughs> I mean, it would have been awesome if I could have just stayed there, 
Um, obviously, I made a lot of friends in Salem and, and Elkridge area, but I'd probably say Elkridge at this point. I tell people Spanish Fork because no one knows Elkridge outside of Utah. But, right. Yeah, Elkridge. Yeah, you're actually the second person from Elkridge we've had on the podcast. Oh, really? Yeah, the first one was Ryan May. I know Ryan. Yeah, I think um, uh, he, I, him and his wife were on the podcast like right before he was diagnosed with ALS. Yeah, but yeah, so we do. Uh, uh, we try. We try to promote that as much as we can. If you can, uh, anybody listening out there, go look up Ryan uh, or Rachel May on Facebook, and they uh, they'll have some information about a place you can go to donate to their cause and uh, how to get more involved in fighting against ALS. But um, so to dive a little deeper, every week and with every guest, we like to give our hometowns uh, a nickname. So, uh, what nickname would you give uh, Elkridge? nickname for elk ridge i would say hmm it's a good question i mean there are a lot of deer up there that's probably why they call it elk ridge but yeah um let's say let's say uh it's kind of like a Salem's top hat. Let's say that. Salem's top hat. I like it. Because <laughs> we're like on the bench right above Salem. Yes. Down, we're looking down on them. <laughs> looking down from above, from the top hat. Salem's yeah, top I think, hat. <laughs> I think Ryan nicknamed it uh, the ironic city of deer or something like that because there aren't That's like actual bad. elk. It's like all deer. <laughs> yeah, it's just deer. I, I've never seen an elk up there. <laughs> <laughs> But there's some good I've seen some good four points, but no no elk. Right. And and you do have the one fireman uh with the big truck and has a big water tank on the back, and that's uh that's like your police department too, from what I understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like it's like one garage basically for a fire department. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um so anyway, it's good, it's always good to get to know somebody's hometown, but we also want to get to know you as a person. So uh Swedish John came up with our get to know you question of the week. All right. My question is, what is the most ridiculous fact that you know personally? Most ridiculous fact? Hmm. Well, the most recent one that I learned since I'm retaking chemistry, we have never actually touched anything. Whoa. Technically. Oh, I see what you're saying, because there's like the... <laughs> The atoms kind of keep a space in between everything. Yeah, so like the electrons both negatively charged, they naturally repel each other. So technically, if you zoomed in microscopically, you never actually touch anything. We're just bouncing electrons off of the other electrons? Yeah, exactly. Man, things that make you go, hmm. (laughs) So, well, John, what's the most like random fact that you know? (laughs) There are more nipples than people in the world (laughs) it's true that is true yeah unless there's a lot of singles well no i think even single nipple people there's a lot of triple nips out there (laughs) so they're like substantially not even just double the amount i think there's a lot yeah (laughs) um i don't uh random fact that i just know it's weird um i 
Uh, let's see. Uh, I know that Ben Shapiro would rate uh, Theodore Roosevelt as a D-class president, or a C-class president, sorry, right above D and F. Uh, for whatever, I don't even remember the reason. It's just the fact I know that's where he had him on his uh, hierarchy of precedents. That's really funny. I actually watched that video yesterday. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I think that's his crazy. So that's a like... stone pass between us because I watched that video yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just saw it on my YouTube recommended, and I think he said something about Roosevelt being like the first progressive president or something like that. I don't know. Yes, yeah, the first progressive president and laid the groundwork for Woodrow Wilson, who he classified as the worst president in history. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Nice. Oh man, that's crazy. But that's actually not the first time something like that has happened. Weston and I, I, I remember this was a while ago. So I think like summer 2016, we were hanging out a little bit. But Jeff and I were obsessed with that video that was like uh, the kid on, like he just come out of a surgery and he was talking about his camel in Dubai. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we kept talking about that video. <laughs> You're like, oh my gosh, I love that video. It's the first time we had seen each other in years. Yeah. <laughs> it's good to know that we still watch the same videos. thing. <laughs> 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 oh, man. But anyway, I, that's actually, so watching the same things. John, this is something that we all have in common. Weston is a big SpongeBob fan. Oh, good. Definitely. Definitely. Good. Yes. My Please little do. brother and I were actually quoting SpongeBob just a little bit ago, so. <laughs> It's just such a great show, but I mean, I just remember so many days, like eighth and ninth grade, every day after school, Weston would come to my house and we would just, we'd watch Spongebob and Arthur. Yep. Like all the time and then go play uh, Mario Kart on the N64. Mm-hmm. But I, I remember it got like kind, not weird, but one of the oddest things is I think Weston was down there with my younger brother, Adam. It was probably like eight at the time, and it was just them playing Mario Kart together <laughs> while I was upstairs like, watching TV. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so, it, and that's, that's kind of the other question that we're going to ask really quick. Uh, is it okay to just go play Mario Kart with your, with your little friend's little brother, things like that? You know, we got to ask, is it okay to do these kind of scenarios? And that's not the question. But this week, I came up with our Is It Okay 2 scenario that I'll ask you. And so um, what, what I came up with is, um, is it okay to uh, take a friend to the Wendy's and you tell them, okay, like, I got you. Like, I'll spot you today. I'm going to buy you something. But you have to get something off the dollar menu because I'm a little strapped on cash. And then you buy them a junior bacon cheeseburger and a mini frosty. And then this is a part. Is it okay then to buy yourself a baconator with all money? Even though you told them they can only get something off the dollar menu, is it okay for you to then go buy one of the most expensive things on the Wendy's menu? Um, I mean, are we, are we on a date right now or are we just with the guys? Just with the guys. Um, I would say that's a that's a low blow. I I would say no. I yeah. would say if it's your homie and you're you're helping him out, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
I I wouldn't do it personally. <laughs> I know that's like a rule on a date where like the girl has to order something less expensive than the guy or something like that. But <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know if I could live with myself or enjoy the meal <laughs> knowing that I told him tea could only go up the dollar menu and I get a baconator. Yes. So if you remember, you were on the receiving end of that once. Um, T-Bone, we were all at the Wendy's and T-Bone <laughs> said he would pay for you and he did that exact thing. And then when he wasn't looking, you switched the junior bacon cheeseburger like patties <laughs> or patty with the baconator <laughs> patties. <laughs> So what? Back, I don't like, this is like the that. smallest baconator I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember doing that. Oh, it happened. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then you were complaining about it to him later. <laughs> about like, I can't believe like I just got a stupid little frosty and T-Bone's eating like a king. And then he's like, Weston, I should have taken that frosty and stuck it right in your mouth. <laughs> okay, I rem- I remember him saying that, but I don't remember going- leading up to that. But I remember him saying that. I was like, "Go right ahead, man." Yeah. So clearly, you wouldn't do it, especially having lived through the experience. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know, John. Do you think that's okay? Um, I mean, I've always had a track record since we started this uh, podcast to say that it's okay, and I I gotta stick with that. <laughs> so- wow. It's okay Here's the if thing. I somebody else something off the dollar menu. Here's the thing. King. Would I do it? No. Because <laughs> I'm not that big of a douchebag. But is it okay? I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's It sounds like a political discourse right now. <laughs> Here's I mean, the thing. Like, every episode that we've done, I've always agreed and said that it's been okay just because it's, you know, it's just been... I don't know, but this one is a tough one, though. Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't do it. I let them get whatever they wanted, but... See, that's a big thing. I always feel like if you say you're going to spot someone, it's the classy thing to do. T-Bone, in that case, he was a 14-year-old kid, like, or even younger, maybe. I'd only been, like, 12, but... So I don't... I don't know. I wouldn't blame a 12-year-old for doing it, but as a grown person, yeah, you, you should really just... If you're spotting someone, you let them get what they want. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna break my cycle. I'm gonna, no, it's not okay. It's not okay, and it, it slowed down. That's how you can tell that it, that it was really hard for you. So, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, uh, I don't have a great segue into the next part. Like I, <laughs> but uh, we write obituaries. <laughs> for okay. Okay. This is like the fastest one I think we've done so far just because we're trying to beat that 40-minute limit. But anyway, we're, we're going to take care of that for you, Weston. Uh, we, we know you well enough. We're going to write you a quick obituary. Each of us will write one, and we'll just take a quick break right here, and we'll be back after what, John? <laughs> after all this super awesome free ska music. Welcome back. Uh, Weston, did you enjoy your wait? Oh, it was awesome. Ah, excellent. And uh, we'll, we'll start with Swedish John. He'll read the first obituary, and we'll see how it goes from there. All right. <clears throat> Weston Ware, nicknamed Double W. <laughs> Tragically, last Thursday, 
after an unfortunate accident. While at Wendy's, Weston was second in line and noticed he did not have his wallet. He had lost his wallet while riding the only elk in Elkridge. But was he actually riding the elk? No, because he never actually touched the elk. Nobody ever actually touches anything according to chemistry. <laughs> anyway, as he went up to order, he turned to the guy behind him and asked if he could spot him some cash. The man agreed, but told him he'd only be able to order off the dollar menu. Weston agreed. When Weston ate his food, he got food poisoning and died. Little did Weston know, it was only the food off the dollar menu that was bad. Had he ordered anything else, he would have lived. And that's why you can buy whatever they want. Amen. Amen. That's great. How do you feel about that one? I feel betrayed because the dollar menu has never failed me. (laughs) Never has. And unfortunately, it sounds like with John, eventually it will. (laughs) All right. I'll go with mine. Um. Weston Ware's passed away after T-Bone finally lost it. You see, T-Bone in his old age was harboring some ill feelings towards the group still and decided to become like Jigsaw from the movie Saw. He trapped everybody into an elaborate scheme that put him through everything that we put him through. (laughs) Weston was stuck up on a barbed wire fence at one point, hanging from his pants, (laughs) saying, come on, guys, help me out, help me out, help me out. And eventually, Weston bit his tongue and just said, my tongue, my tongue, my tongue. (laughs) Before finally, the piece de resistance, T-Bone had finally let him out of the game. But first, T-Bone pantsed Weston after showing him an elaborate plan for a different prank. It was all just one big joke to pants Weston. That was all that was on the schematic. (laughs) Then he invited him to Wendy's for one last meal. Where um <laughs> saying that he had finally passed all of the tests when really uh he bought Weston one uh JBC, the junior bacon cheeseburger, and himself the baconator, knowing full well that Weston would switch it out one last time. T Bone poisoned the baconator. Weston uh, ate it and passed away. Amen. Amen. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> now I don't know what to order at Wendy's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just can't hit it up anymore, I guess. Oh, they have breakfast now. They have breakfast. Mm, yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> Still can't roll with it. But all right. So that's a, that's where we're at on those. Um, uh, anyway, thanks again, Weston, for coming to the or coming on to the podcast. And uh, as we close, we always ask our guests to give us words of encouragement. So those can be discouraging words or encouraging words, just any words for encouragement's sake. Encouraging words. Well, with my years of wisdom, looking back on my long life, I would say to everyone out there, live your life with urgency and intention because I've gone to my quarter life crisis and (laughs) looking back, there's a lot of hours spent days spent wasting time (laughs) and i mean it's not to say like never do anything fun or never lay around but time goes by fast when you look back on it and make sure to make every day count at least a little bit i love it i love it 
I think, yeah, I definitely feel that too. I had a bad quarter life crisis for sure. So <laughs> I get that. <laughs> but uh, anyway, thanks again, Weston. And uh, until next time, yo paso piedras. And together we are passing stones with John and Spencer. Good night, everybody.